What people don't realize is that as I was sliding across the Oilers logo, I lifted my leg like a dog, like I was pissing on it. They wouldn't allow anyone in my hospital room because I was in pretty rough shape. Well, two or three days later, Garth Butcher shows up and he wants to put a bottle of vodka in my arena. There's two guys, in my opinion, that were the toughest guys in the NHL when I played. Dave Brown and Joey Kosher. Dave Brown, if you beat him, now it was best of seven. And Joey Kosher, you could beat him, but if he hit you, he could end your career. And Norm looked at the whole bus and he said, look, the bus driver gets sickened because he did his job and he got you here on time. Safe and sound in a snowstorm. I gave you the game plan to not only beat these guys, but fucking crush them. So I get a bucket of chicken. <laughs> the rest of you fuckers starve. Well, hello and a big welcome to all the degenerates and pigeons tuned in. Welcome to twirl number six of the Monday Nooner podcast coming to you live from the boardroom of Realty One in Regina. Big shout out to them, one of our sponsors. We'll talk a little bit more of where we are a little bit later on in the show. Also want to give a shout out to Dave Spooner, Cathedral Electric, Healthy Eyes Optometry, Dr. Sean Fleming. Want to thank Great Western for the bevies once again. Love those guys. 22 fresh make sure you try the monday nooner promo code to save 15 percent gentle procedures saskatchewan last mountain distillery what a great new partnership there and some awesome products and a brand new sponsor dave price from century 21 fusion in saskatoon an area nice to have him on board up north kinner how you doing tonight today Hello, boss, listeners, what's happening? You seem like you're doing good this week. Shink, welcome very, aboard. Very polite, fellas. And uh, boss, you're sucking back a rattler. Kinner, you're on a G-Dub Classic. Nice to see. Yeah, let's use these sponsors, right, everybody? And our new sponsor, Dave Price from Saskatoon and area. So now we got a realtor down south that can handle the Regina area with Trapper and Dave Price up north. And we're going to get to him a little bit in, in a bit. First off, of course, like we always do, the pod is recorded on Treaty for territory coming up for Joel Chap Realty. Residential, commercial, Joel's your guy in Regina area looking to buy. Doesn't have a man bun, I'm told. Rolls pretty tight. That's Trap with two Ps. You can find him on Google, any of the socials. And Joel Trap Realty and Realty One. And of course, we got to give a shout out to Rob. Rob, he is the man. Rob from Realty One, fantastic. Thanks for letting yeah. all the guys, all no, the we girls should like, here. Yeah, we should like really, I I feel like we should really thank them for this setup. Like we were kind of screwed without them. Like, let's be honest. They gave us this boardroom to use. We've got a nice round table, mm. projection TV when sports are back up and buzzing. We'll see if Rob and Trapper can get some. Well, that's just how generous they are. Like, up they're, on there. they're more than just your realtor. They're more than the neighbor next door. They're the they're, they're real community guys that want to help a couple pigeons out recording and a podcast. Trapper sold two houses this week i told him when i called him to to let me in here that we'd mention that on the pod he is buzzing yeah no that's awesome to see for those guys and everybody that works here like thank you very much we're gonna take it to a few taverns we're still hey just dm the fellas they'll get back to you slide into their dms and uh they'll get back to you why wouldn't a guy or why wouldn't a girl we're gonna talk on this program slow pitch guy possibly mad at me and everybody here the brett kissel concert and stories and review from what happened in regina that was actually really cool the drive-in concert 
Why do cities in SAS keep wasting their money on this specific thing? It baffles I know where me. you're going with this. And I had to throw it out there now that I got a bit of a platform. It just bothers me. We're going to get to that. You've been talking about this for like three years. Is yes, that what I'm thinking yes, of? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, player profile for Cathedral Electric, of course. The Monday Nooner player profile. Senior hockey. Senior, uh, we were down to the final four in senior A. We kind of talked about Lumsden and Southie earlier. So we fired up the Blades of Steel. We simulated the final four teams. And we're going to tell you who won provincial a in senior paco's interesting senior poll on twitter that was really cool yeah that was awesome the whl announces their plan kind of for the fall one cis men's hockey team says see ya when we see ya super surprising there and the interview for healthy eyes optometry theron flurry part two can't wait for that 22 fresh as boz mentioned you guys get any of the... Uh, oh, I buy something there every week. Father's um, Day. My wife, the kids were so jacked, I got the white slides. Does your wife not listen to the pod? You were talking about black, Monday nooner, <laughs> two-time. Like, it was pretty descriptive, and she goes at the white, hey? Are you tra- are you trading yourself? Hasn't been is a very there good something dad this year, yeah. You get your eyes checked, and now you're trading yourself? No, she, uh, you know, she kind of knew that I was, I was back during those ones, per se. So, uh, she's... She picked up those. So, okay, like I said, let's start with, sorry, everyone in the province here, but he's playing Saskatoon coming up, Boz. This Brett Kissel drive-in concert. We've all been cooped up for way too long. It was freaking deadly. It was really fun. I think you went to the 4 o'clock show. I was at the 7 o'clock show. And from everything I watched, the 10 o'clock show, I think, looked pretty awesome, like, with the dark. And obviously, it Mm -hmm. just felt like a pretty cool vibe from what I saw online. And if you didn't go... You can actually watch it um, on his YouTube. They streamed it live, like high quality, uh, high quality concert. Like one thing about Brett is I actually went to high school with them. He, the kid is, he's passionate about country music. Like I remember when we used to be sitting, having lunch and he would, he had no fear. The guy would stand up on a table <laughs> in the middle of the lunchroom and sing and strum. Like he was talented. And regardless of what any of the guys said around the lunchroom to give him a hard time, the guy kept As, going. Have you guys watched that Garth Brooks documentary? Unbelievable! It's on Netflix. If you watch that, and I'm not saying he's Garth Brooks because he's no, nobody did Garth open Brooks. up for Garth Brooks, but he no did. one will ever be. Garth. But they actually shared the same manager a while back. Bob Doyle was actually managers for both. You can tell that Brett is like trying to be Garth. Like this is something Garth would do and is doing. And I bet you Brett plays like a bunch of places every weekend, uh, doing what he's doing. Very cool concept though, for it, sure. Walk people through how it worked, boss. What what I guess basically you came in. They had a parking spot for you. They lined people up, 200 vehicles at each show, and then they had an FM signal so he didn't have any big speakers like you see at Country Thunder which we can't wait to get back to by the way but they didn't have like big stage speakers it was just his monitors Mm -hmm. up on the stage so you had to kind of listen through your radio but people were buzzing there was people you know standing out of their sunroofs tailgates you could tell there was a few drinks maybe and beer cart girl from Lloyd is chucking bombs (laughs) (laughs) so that's the thing and he's doing the Saskatoon show I don't know if it's later in July or what was coming up here in the next few weeks you know what it is this weekend yeah this weekend Um, so if you get a chance to listen to the pod before I would advise going to it I don't know if it's sold out or try and buy some tickets because yeah it's really cool and you're in and out we are going to get him on the pod too I reached out to him we're going to get him with 
Ebbs. Him and Jordan Eberle, best buddies. He taught Ebbs like how to play guitar, and he played at his oh, wedding and oh, stuff. Right. So we're gonna line up a, a, a him and Ebbs pod in the future. But uh, he's busy right now playing shows every weekend. So we went to the four o'clock show, and if anybody's been to the Brandt Center, so they have the stage facing east, and then everyone's parked behind it. Regardless, Doesn't so we, we're about six, seven rows back as a family. Me, the wife, two kids, and we parked in, and we we. The hatch in the back and we're all laying back there. It's really cool. Anyway, show's almost, and there's, like you said, there's people with lawn chairs in the back of their trucks, super cool. And a lot of kids hanging out the um, sunroofs of the vehicle. My kids were, it was super cool for the kids. So over on the left, right parked by the Brandt Center, tight to the Brandt Center, you know where the Brandt parking is, where Monday Nooner guys park. There's nobody parked there. But then these two ladies rolled in, fine, and I think they're in like a newer model Impala or a Honda... Malibu, maybe. Honda Civic, something like that. So they're having a fantastic time. It's only an hour concert. They're getting after it. You can tell they haven't what been... What were they wearing? They, well, one has a nice leopard uh, leopard print, <laughs> some sort of right ensemble. Right wheelhouse. And the other one is like, you know, got a nice white blouse. They're, they're having a good time. They're doing some dancing and all that. And I think they see everybody's out, uh, you know, in their vehicles and through the sunroof. So they, you know, it's COVID and everyone's had a rough go the last few months and all that, but they get out of their, they come through the sunroof in this small civic or whatever it is. And they're loving the concert like everybody else is. And then at the end of the concert, I'm almost dead positive that they were stuck they couldn't get back through. <laughs> Too much hip twisting. <laughs> they couldn't get back through the sunroof. So I had to snap a pic. Of course, my wife's freaking on me. You can't take a picture of that. That's like, ignorant. Um, I don't know. And I, I don't know if they stayed for the seven and the 10 because they had <laughs> You know two. what I was thinking? Maybe they were still there. No, they weren't. I can confirm they were not there at seven. Evros probably would have told him. <laughs> and I heard that dispatch for the fire department didn't get a call to help out in any way. So that's <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. The jaws of life. The rumor was Holty was on site. <laughs> that's awesome that they got out of that. Can I say one more thing about that before we move on? The best part about that whole thing. You were in the car with them. Is it. T- <laughs> <laughs> the best part about the whole experience is it took like three minutes to clear out the parking lot, not the normal 45 at the brand. That was the best thing. Yes. In and out. 200, 200 cars. It was, uh, it was good. Okay. So always we got to give some shout outs to other pods um, that at fourth line voice, uh, Southpaw sick Twitter feed. He's got an, uh, he's got a pod himself. If you like the pugilists and the fisticuffs and the fighting, check him out at fourth line voice. We maybe have him on at one point. Some sick fights on that lately. Hey, and I wanted to mention another podcast, Kelly Taylor's podcast, and and uh, we'll talk about him lots. Tick with a side of Tets, and I think uh, he was in town on the weekend, and I saw him all over uh, social media buzzing. That, that's right, and the same night as uh, Brett Kissel dropped the kids off at the sitter, and the wife and I got to go see him. Kent Bittner had a nice 28 people in his backyard, and Kelly Taylor played... It was a chilly night, but great spread. Everything was fantastic. People were social distancing. And he put on such an awesome show. And you know what the great thing about it was? He mingled with everybody before. And he got some stories and he got some tidbits. So then he goes up and he's jabbed some people right away. And it 
It was awesome. Hire Kelly Taylor. If your corporation, company, whatever needs somebody, he's in Prince Albert, local guy, how, support local, right? How long was he in town? Because he golfed with Silly, and then a buddy of ours, Joel Pickering, actually lives close to uh, Bart Holt. Yeah. And he said they were buzzing. You could hear him sleep in his bedroom till like 3.30 a.m. Sunday yeah. night. Tunes buzzing. Furnace Face doesn't want his name mentioned on the podcast ever again. So yeah, he was in town for a few, for three days. So he did uh, he did a few back. He did Mark Perkins at a nice little soiree the first night and then Bittners and then the other guys on Sunday. Then he stayed because he was doing a corporate affair for the Briskies on Tuesday in Moose Jaw. So yeah, Kelly Taylor and the podcast again. Check it out. Tick with a side of Tets, him and Joey Tedarenko, who's a former NHLer. Uh, yeah, check Funny it out. shit. Check it out. Why wouldn't a guy? Why wouldn't a guy? Getting a vasectomy. No, someone getting a vasectomy, which means, of course, shutting the old tap off. Gentle procedure. Saskatchewan offers no scalpel, no needle vasectomies in Saskatoon, Regina, and Swift Current. When it's time to get yours done, don't take that in there. Visit gentleprocedurasas.com. They're booking starting July, but probably going to get in late summer or fall because they're getting busy. So yeah, they're, of course, following all the guidelines of Sask Health, Gentle Procedure Saskatchewan. Find them on the interweb. You know, I just want to say thanks to everybody who's listened. And out of all the feedback I got this past week, I do have to say overwhelmingly the most comments I had from a great twirl five with Theo Fleury, a lot of great feedback from part one with him, of course, part two on the way. But the most feedback I got was about slow pitch guy. Well, and we all, I think he's, I think it's just because he's so, we all know a guy that's like that. We've all played slow pitch. You've all played with guys that absolutely live and breathe it. It's, it's And awesome. everybody that commented or said something about, hey, you should have been easy on slow pitch guys, probably because they are slow pitch guy. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> like I saw, I saw guys practicing yesterday in field grounders and i was like there they are but i maybe need to take a step back are you sure it was slow pitch? Well, in all it wasn't fairness like, people have been in quarantine like maybe they just want to hit some balls around okay but pants should you as long as they're not wearing slow pitch pants is slow pitch guy and visor guy the same guy or are they cousins like cousins like cousins hockey visor same mother's zone Visor guy. Anyway, so I think slow pitch guys really mad at me because I was in Saskatoon uh, on the weekend cruising by the Wildwood Golf Course. My my kids were were out there playing whatever, and uh, some guys like yeah, you know Monday nooner, and I think the one guy that he was golfing with listened, and he gave me the finger. As he's spitting. Well, in all fairness, slow pitch guy usually does have a temper. And he's he gives me the finger and he's spitting sunflower seeds on the green. And I'm like, yeah, that is total. That's a slow pitch guy move right there. If you're ever going golfing and your buddy's got sunflower seeds, get the hell away. Like, tell him to fuck off. Because Kinner's looking like a... Uh, here's, here's a big stogie from Noller. <laughs> Smoke this. Yeah, so that that was that was a lot of fun, and you know what? I hope slow pitch uh, fires up here right away. I want Kinner and maybe you to mention. We talked about Last Mountain Distillery. Awesome to have them on board. And we asked people last time to send in maybe like drink suggestions based off of Last Mountain uh, products, and you 
You had one or two sent in, I think, maybe. Yeah, I had a couple of people that, the one, it was a half and half. One of it, it was Last Mountain uh, Sweet Tea Vodka mixed with Pink Whitney. That came from Stroobs. That sounds he awful. It, he called it a full-fledged Arnie Palmy, but... Uh, that sounds like orange juice after you brush your teeth. That sounds like 1,200 calories of... I think it sounds like it'll put the pedal right down. Sweet. No mix, though? Just no Whitney mix. and Sweet Tea Vodka, like, no mix. Some serious cojones on Stroobs for that one. But have you guys ever had the last mountain pink lemonade and i think it's the local vodka and i think it's been discontinued uh, but you can still find it a few places now i got a few bottles of that and that gets you where you need to go in a hurry compared to pink whitney which is still fantastic but i really loved the last mountain stuff because i always put uh, maybe a problem guy but i always put a little bit of vodka with my pink whitney too for a little more Puts a little hair on your chest well, good night yeah it's kind of like a rattler with a shot of vodka rad heavy so when you guys like so, so say you get you get your booze out you get your glass out you put your ice in are you free pours or are you shot glass slow pitch i guy? used to be traditional slow pitch guy like a shot glass but i swear the the older i get or maybe more experienced i get guzzling like she's a she's a free pour that's I've, why you're sleeping early though i've <laughs> never used a shot glass really pour. but my wife last week i'm like can you make me a drink and we're in the hot tub or whatever and I, and I come back in and I'm like what's with the shot glass and she's like well I made you that drink and I'm like you gotta go Fremont Street Vegas and just pour it baby so you just found defense, out though if you start the evening in the hot tub maybe she wants you to be ready you're getting old <laughs> so she wants you good to go so you just found this out about her like she never used to do it or you just never noticed or? no I think I just never really noticed and, and I have noticed the shot glass out a lot but maybe that's a thing maybe most people use the shot glass i'm an auto free pour guy the old one one you run into the odd tough one right but you battle through you know thursday night at wick's place i am a free pour guy wick doesn't own a shot glass i can confirm (laughs) he said he goes by the one one thousand model hey why wouldn't a guy hey let's jump into our pigeon parlay of the week i quickly just really quickly want to recap last week so i said let's take this guy named joel damon and you guys like made fun of me for a minute and a half or two minutes being like joel damon who the fuck's mm-hmm. that he was 80 to 1 well i'm i'm watching saturday afternoon boys and he is tied for the lead and i was thinking like i cannot wait i'm gonna get some serious cred on the pod you texted me and then I had to turn it on and see where he's at. How about his bucket? He had a bad lid and he was laboring. Like he was like limping. He'd look a lot of walking. And I was like, this guy's not making it through Sunday. Yeah, he fell. How did off. he finish? He fell he finished like forty something, but he like when he was when he was tied <laughs> What did he shoot on Sunday night? I think five over, but the the field was shooting average four or five under. But when he was tied for first and I had him at eighty to one, I would have made like a grand. I was pretty pumped but uh, i had abraham answer i'm gonna ride him every week i might not mention him in my picks but i'm taking him every week because he's unbelievable he lost and he hit every green in regulation that's unheard of i want to have a showdown between you and vlt guy on twitter and see who's gonna that nail guy can more get picks. off my lawn in all okay? honesty i have had multiple people and i swear to god this is true multiple people text me and think that you are vlt guy i am not vlt guy i want to see let's let's have a running tally so, here on who hits more golf 
picks. I will go head to head with that fucking Mike Reach rules, center ice, five fights, five different kinds of fights. Like all of a sudden we start the podcast and talk about gambling. Now VLT guy's going to put out picks. Like, come on, VLT guy. Hey, he's it's COVID. Guys are evolving. And, and it's not. Well, I guess uh, the proof is in the pudding, as they say. If I, if he beats me, he's a better degenerate. VLT than me. guy, we're not mad. We're just disappointed. <laughs> Don't unfollow us on Twitter. We're we're still friends. I'm gonna have but, to uh, slide in and we'll we'll compare picks. I want to know who won that crumpled up five dollar bill he was giving away. He said he does play senior hockey though. Am I allowed to say what he said in our DMs? Hundo. Play senior DMs hockey. Aren't He's like, I play against a lot of the guys you talk about, the Bernies and the Reaches and stuff, but he said, I'm a little bit younger than them. Uh, we're going to find out who he is. If Just you know who VLT and, guy is, DM us. Sticks and gas. Hey, pigeon. sticks and gas, boys. Sticks and gas. We're putting a bounty on VLT guy for the name. Speaking of pigeons, pigeon parlay of the week brought to you by Western Pizza South Albert. Guys, Let's phase phase four point two is is coming next week. Are VLTs included in that? Yes, I think. Well, I think they are. VLT guy would probably know that. <laughs> Let's give a plug to all the Western pizzas because some are open full as much as they can. Some aren't. Like that Broadway one. That is a nice little bar to get lost in once in a while. Have a pie, and if when the VLTs are buzzing, ooh, baby. Okay, so I'm gonna make three picks this week. Um, I'm going to make a caveat of just saying that any time that uh, Abraham Answer is in the field, I will be putting some money on him, even if I don't include him in my picks, because okay. I'm riding him till he bucks, as mm-hmm. they say. But uh, this week, Justin Rose, back-to-back weeks, 25-1. to 1, He ended up like top 10 after having uh, one over on Thursday. He buzzed the last three days. Bubba Watson, 28-1. to 1. God, I hate that guy. So do I, but uh, I like him on this track this week at the Travelers. And the other one, long shot of the week... And I'm only going to... This is kind of a, a John real Daly? shot. No. Oh. Why not? Good we for- talked about Noller and, and looking at people's swings, so I thought I'd go back to the swing master, Max Homa, 90 to 1. Why what, wouldn't a guy throw a tenner? Where, what is this? The Travelers, what, where is that played? TPC River Highlands, 6,800 yards. Wow. Par 70. 59 watch this week. Where is it's it? It's going to be good, uh, good Give me iron. A state. Somewhere in Connecticut, I think. I, I don't know. I, I just know it's a short track. And yeah. Stat guy, give us the address. Oh, one second. It's One Golf Club Road, Cromwell, Connecticut, 06416. Hey, United Cromwell. States. Nice Stat, can you Can you look up Max Homa? I'd like his uh, his weight. So then, and height. A, 68 Hundo is a short track, right? So maybe I'm going to I'm gonna ride that Shoffley and. Cabrera Bello or whatever until like, I don't mind your picks. Sunday Nooner player profile brought to you by Cathedral Electric. Who's your electrician in the Regina area? Dave Spooner. Your cabin's got some uh, electrical issues. You know that. Your wife knows it. She wants you to fix it, but you can't do it. Call Dave Spooner, Cathedral Electric. Get him to come out. Nice van, everything. Honest pricing, top-notch work. Find him on Facebook, or you can call him 530-9438, Cathedral Electric, Dave Spooner. Now, roughly... You guys can correct me if I'm wrong here. I'm going to need okay, help. Let's, let's do this now where you tell, but we'll, you say that stuff and we'll guess who it is until okay. we get it right. Okay. Roughly 5.11, 185 pounds. He is one of the nicest guys. Monday nooner. Always smiling. What is Justin Bratzel? No. <laughs> I know he coaches his son's hockey team and really that's about it. What is Mike Reach? No. Never, ever, never a risky play. Does he always bo- bank it off the boards? Razor. Ray, Ray Tory. Ray Tory is 
our Samsonite. I was way off. Is our Monday Nooner player profile. And if you're just listening for the first time, we actually play hockey every Monday at noon. So we do player profiles of the guys that play hockey. Ray Tory, great guy. Wish he was coming on the bus in a few days. Fuck, is he a nice guy? All right, I have a serious question here. I don't know if we're going to have a new segment, with his, which is like, get your head out of your ass or someone please answer this question for us. Hopefully we can come up with a better name. Like, Why do cities in Saskatchewan, let's just talk about Saskatchewan here. Why do cities in Saskatchewan, this has nothing to do with hockey, have boulevards? It drives me freaking insane that now the boulevards are full of weeds and soon they're going to be weeds up to your nuts because they don't cut them. There's a few trees and then the boulevard curbs get wrecked and then they have to shut down a massive street for like eight months to do curb work on this boulevard that we don't even freaking need have you ever driven in a big city anywhere else like how about broad broad doesn't have a boulevard for that long stretch people buzz there all the time what's the i don't am i the only guy that's pissed off about this uh, I had never really given it any thought, to be honest. I did. I did notice there's a lot of dandelions growing in a lot of them. Like, take it's not a beautification piece because they look like shit. Put a few planters in there. Barnes Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Well, and Put then it. the the graders in the winter run up against that stuff, and we live in like the biggest climate change besides Siberia. Wasn't there a big debacle on like McCarthy or something last year? Or the yeah, year yeah. Rochdale was shut. All those businesses shut down. What the fuck is a boulevard doing? Like, I don't get, understand. Get rid of them. You don't have to maintain them. And you don't have to put the, who's in, whoever gets the contract for curbs in Regina, he must live in like a multi-million dollar mansion in about eight different cities. If you have any, yeah. Because he's got, it's curb, he's curb guy. Whoever curb guy is, curb guy's making big bank if you have any city com- of Regina. If you have any complaints about the curbs, do not tweet at us. Tweet at the city well, of Regina. Well, for all of our no, fans, I really want I really want them to tweet us too for all the people that do follow us that are tweeting us please if you do see a nice boulevard shitty boulevard shady boulevard if you want to tag at Monday Nooner and at B Shink hashtag why wouldn't a guy that would be greatly appreciated because I love when Shink gets fired up fire away or if you know why these things are even there because they're not beautiful there's nothing but weeds and then they in the winter they're a big pain in the ass and they and then they have to fix them and then they shut down the roads I don't Saskatoon, same issue, or do you know? Or? I don't. Yeah, Saskatoon's lots bullshit of listeners too. up there. Saskatoon's bullshit. PA's bullshit. I think Lloyd Vegas has boulevards. But we're, we are about equality on this podcast. We're about giving people a chance to redeem themselves. So if you are a curb guy and you want to come on and defend, defend yourself, your by all means, please DM us and let us know. And curb guys, you that, and Curb Shane can go toe to toe. Curb here. guy that's got the Regina contract is on a yacht somewhere in the Bahamas right now. Yeah. Probably has Skype. Tweet us at Monday Nooner. Have you ever? Oh, Give me a break. I, I just, I'm so fired up right now. Hey, part two of the interview with Theo Fleury. We're about to get into it. Just want to say thanks again to Theo. And if you're just tuning in, a lot of fun senior hockey talk with him coming up. And more of the Olympics. Both Olympics. God, yeah. that was, it was so good. I find the senior stuff the most interesting because I didn't know, I knew he played the Allen Cup and Lloyd, but I didn't know about all the other stuff. And of course, after the interview, we'll be talking more senior, uh, senior A as well. Some, so. some, real, some real good senior A, some real good senior triple A, and some other, a few, a few kind of surprises. So yeah, the interview, of course, always brought to you by... Healthy Eyes Optometry, Dr. Sean Fleming. Everyone should get their eyes checked. I'm going 
tomorrow. Take them to the former Pats goalie, Dr. Sean Fleming. Healthy eyes optometry in Harbor Landing and on Rochdale and Regina. Healthy eyes optometry. Get you, your kids, your wife, your husband, everybody's eyes checked at Healthy Eyes Optometry. Monday noon, or maybe he's going to have a promo code at some point coming up. Here is part two of Theo Fleury. Enjoy. Messier gives it away. Here's Fleury looking for his first goal of the series. Scores! And Theron Fleury and the Flames are in seventh heaven. Fleury gets it again. That's the shot by scores! And listen to the pass. Theron Fleury talking about making things happen on every shift. Here he gets his first goal. Right in the slot area. Perfect shot. Pass Grant Bruce. You played a lot of international hockey, man. So now I really want to go to, to Nagano and I kind of one that stings, I guess, a lot of Canadians and people that were watching that. That that Canada team, were you guys were you guys prepared for, for that style and, and you know the first time the pros were going to the Olympics and, and all that? Were you guys prepared, Theo? Like you had a great tournament, but you know, if you take us back, mm-hmm. what, what you know, what do you think? Because it was the first time. I, I would say we were prepared as best as we could, but you know, still we didn't. Uh, I don't think we fully realized the magnitude of being at the Olympics, and also, you know, the distractions that we were going to face. You know, obviously in two two thousand and two, we were a lot more prepared uh, than we were the first time. But basically, we lost in a fucking shootout. Yeah. That's what I want to go to next because that check game was crazy. Linden scores with like one minute left to force overtime. Then it goes into a shootout. Mm -hmm. You're the first shooter for Canada. If I remember correctly, the ice was awful. And you go in on you go in on Hashik and you try and shoot it high. I always thought it was five hole. Were you just trying to get the puck controlled and, and try and get a shot off, Theo? Walk us through that. Yeah, like the puck the puck didn't settle down the whole entire time until I got to the slot. And by that time, it was game over. But what's interesting was the Czechs scored, I think in the second period, like halfway through the game, yeah. and then they didn't come in our zone the rest of the night. <laughs> I, I re- just lined up five guys across the fucking blue line the rest of the game. I remember that Lindros, I, th- I think if that Lindros just dominated that game down low. Like, he, he, he was just a man amongst boys. Yeah, and then the Czechs really just kind of went into prevent defense almost, like you said. And yeah, it was, like, it was, it was, it was, it was bizarre. Like that whole game was just bizarre. I don't even know you if know? you guys were like these other two guys with me. I don't even know if they were alive then, but it was like three in the morning, four in the morning. And you're on this emotional roller coaster watching it in Canada. And then how it ends. Like, ugh, it was just, I know it was bizarre. It was brutal. You know? <laughs> and, I hate, I hate shootouts. I hate, they should have just thrown a Scrabble board in the middle of the rink and let, <laughs> One Hashik play Scrabble. Canasta. We're used to playing sudden death, right? Yeah. And so I don't even think we even practiced the shootout. You know, you didn't know, right? Kinda, you, you didn't know until and, and like it was kind of, and it was kind of bizarre that 
you know, uh, the, the game ended in a tie. And then all of a sudden, you know, Mark Crawford's telling me I'm shooting first. I'm like, shooting what? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, we mean we're not playing sudden death. This fucking semifinal of the Olympic game. Let's get some what shovels. Soccer balls. Get some shovels on the fucking ice and let's play the rest of the game here. Like, yeah, shootout. Yeah. And I remember that. Yeah. And you had like a breathe right on, I think, on your nose. Like I <laughs> yeah. remember it vividly. So then let's maybe just jump in before we go into the NHL stuff. And then we really got to end with senior hockey because this podcast has got a huge mm-hmm. senior hockey following. But, but let's go into Salt Lake City Theo and I think Brandon you you had a you had a question there well I just I was doing some research on that I was alive for that one I was actually alive for both but (laughs) I remember 02 a little bit clearer and I was you know kind of researching it this week and there was some talk from what I was reading that maybe when when Gretzky picked you some people uh were unsure about the pick just with everything um you had going on at Mm -hmm. that time maybe just uh, expand on on making that team and how that happened yeah well what was interesting was I had just gotten out of treatment that summer and I was living in Santa Fe, New Mexico at the time. My phone never rang at my house, you know, and my phone rings and I pick up the phone and it's like, Hey, uh, is this Theo? I'm like, yeah. And I go, who, who's this? He's like, Wayne. I'm like, Wayne who? <laughs> Newton? He's like, it, he's like, it's Gretz. And I'm like, oh, hey, how's it going? And he, you know, and he said, uh, um, basically, you know, uh, they're having the summer camp and, you know, we really, really want you to be at the summer camp and we think you're going to be a big part of, uh, you know, the Olympics this year. And, you know, I, I was not expecting that at all. Well, you know, when Wayne Gretzky calls you, say, uh, where do you want me to be? What time? You know, et cetera, et cetera. And so, um, you know, it really sort of refocused me for that year. And, uh, you know, I went back to New York. I got, I got in the best shape of my life. And uh, I went to the summer camp, had a great camp, and then went to New York. And I played with uh, Lindros and uh, Mike York. We basically lit it up, uh, you know, until Christmas time. And then they announced the team and, you know, and I was on the team. And so, yeah, that's, it, was, uh, it was amazing. It was amazing. That, that's so cool. So you mentioned that's the, the best shape you ever went into. Was there ever a camp where you went in and just horse shit shape and, and really didn't even skate in the summer? Well, I never skated in the summertime. <laughs> wow. Never put my skates on once. Towards, towards the end of my time in Calgary, like I led the forwards in ice time for like three years. I think I was up around 25, 26 minutes. I was playing a night as a forward. And so I was like, you know what? I knew that I was going to do a lot of skating during the season. So last thing I wanted to do was skate uh, in the summertime. And uh, my first training camp in, in Calgary, I sat beside Lanny in the dressing room. And so we're getting ready for our first sort of on ice practice session. And I said to Lanny, I was like, Hey, like you mean skating lots? He's like, Nope. First time I put on my skate since last year. And I was like, I like this guy and I'm going to do exactly that. So I never really skated in some of that. Wow. Unreal. So that 2001, 2002 New York Rangers team. And again, it baffles me because I'm, I think I'm just starting to gamble around then in, in mine. And I'm taking, you know, 
teams and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys never made the playoffs. You guys had Messier, Lindros, Brian Leach, Peter Nedved, probably an injured Pavel Bure, Mike Richter in goal. It just baffles me how you guys never made the playoffs. We spent the whole year picking the puck out of our net and handing it back to the referee. <laughs> we were so bad defensively. We couldn't get we couldn't get out of our own end. That that totally totally makes sense, you know. And, and then I asked you this kind of about the WHL, NHL, and, and the guys you played with. You know, you played with Lanny, you played with Lindros, Burry, um, you played against Gretzky, and 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 with them in, internationally. You know, what what guy or guys, Theo, that maybe you know people don't really get how good they were you know obviously everyone knows Gretzky's you know the great one but or is there is there somebody that the people just they never really got how good they were Joe Sackick <laughs> like what, pe- what people don't understand is one of the greatest performances in all sports at the Olympics was by Joe Sackick he had five points in that final game we won the game five two so to me the greatest single performance ever in the history of Canada competing at the Olympics was Joe Sackick in the gold medal game. A quick snapshot. Boom. And nobody nobody talks about it. Hey, I wanted to uh, jump in with another uh, question we had on Twitter. Now, we haven't gotten this far in your career yet, but uh, I think it was 2009 you went back and you tried to make a comeback with the Calgary Flames uh, at the end of your career. You led the team in points in the preseason. You had, I think, four points in four games or something like that, and you got cut. A reason in particular you didn't make it with the comeback, or what happened there to not... uh... Well, the reason the comeback started was I didn't want to retire as a suspended player. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so first of all, I had to get reinstated. And so there was a certain amount of criteria that I had to meet in order to get reinstated. Three weeks before I got reinstated, I was at home and I got a call from Daryl Sutter. Basically he said to me, he said, you know, how's, how's this reinstatement process going? And I go, well, it's kind of slow. And, and all that shit was happening with the coyotes at that time, you know? Yeah. So Gary Bettman was, you know, focused and Bill Daly were focusing most of their attention on this whole Phoenix thing that was going on. And so the two nights before training camp, I get a call from Gary Bettman saying, I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. Can you fly down here? Because I want to talk to you. So I got on a plane. I flew to Phoenix. I met with Gary Bettman. And and basically, Gary said, you know, I just wanted you to come down here because I want to tell you face to face that, you know, we're reinstating reinstating you. But on the phone call with Daryl, he basically said, when you get reinstated, we would love to have you at Flames training camp. And I was like, wow, that's cool. Because I, I had zero expectations of going to a training camp, but I prepared myself like I was going to go to training camp. Right. And so I got, re- I got reinstated. That night I flew back to Calgary. The next morning I was at training camp with the Calgary Flames, which is kind of bizarre. And yeah, had a great preseason, had a great training camp. But the Flames had 15 forwards on one-way contracts. Oh. And so there really wasn't any room for me. And, uh, you know, I looked at going to training camp as sort of a bonus of being reinstated. I didn't really 
you know, think that I was going to play a full season or, you know, that anybody was actually going to sign me. So you weren't pissed off and, that, you know, it didn't work out after a, a good preseason or well, anything? Well, the, the, the competitive part in me was obviously pissed off. But, uh, you know, a month later, my book came out and sort of changed the tra- trajectory of my life forever. So everything happens for a reason. And, uh, you know, I think the universe had a bigger plan for me other than, you know, one more season, uh, you know, playing in the NHL. And, uh, you know, it worked out exactly the way that it was supposed to be anyway. You know, one of the, we're, like I said before, we're a huge uh, senior hockey podcast. we got a huge following. I remember we, we drove from Saskatoon to the game because a few of our friends were playing uh, with the Border Kings. That first game, Horse Lake versus Lloydminster in Lloydminster Allen Cup. The barn is packed. And let's be honest, 95% of the people are there to watch you and Saskatoon. Alekovic and Holt and uh, Ojek and, and the, know, the, yeah. the guys you had. Theo, how the hell did that happen? Who convinced you to say, hey, let's go play senior hockey in Horse Lake? Was it uh, Cousin Todd? <laughs> no, it was my buddy Steve Parsons who actually uh, convinced me to go up there. So What a weapon. It took, it, it took, it took quite a few phone calls to, to convince me to go up there. But uh, you know what? I'm glad I did it because it was such a fun experience. You know, it was fun to be back in a dressing room. It was fun to be competing again. And yeah, we had, we had a good time up there. Did you, did you guys like fly in every weekend? Did you, maybe you didn't play every yeah. game or how, how did that work? Cause no, a lot we, of the people, a lot of the people listening want to know this, the senior hockey stories here. Yeah. So basically Parsons was sort of the in, in between me and the, the chief up there. Yeah. And so I said to Parsons, I said, have the chief drive down to Calgary. Let's meet. Let's figure this out. And basically he said, not only do I want you to play uh, in Allen Cup playdowns, but I want you to play in our league as well. And so basically I would go up to Grand Prairie for two weeks at a time. You know, we played the Allen Cup playdowns and then I played in the league up there as well too. So yeah, it was, it was fun. It was fun. You guys kind Enjoyed of enjoyed it. D- d- you guys kind of fell short in that Allen Cup run because I think you guys were, you know, coming in hot. You guys were the wagon, and then, then you run yeah. it. I think it to the hot goalie from Thunder Bay who ends up winning it. And our goalie laid a golden egg in that game too. We outshot them like sixty-seven to seventeen, and we lost seven-four. Of all, it was crazy. Uh, un- unreal um and then you play you play another year a senior which kind of this is right after that camp maybe with Mm -hmm. calgary that you're buzzing and with steinbach was that just play downs you guys never quite made the allen cup the actual tournament no we were the we were the host okay the guy from uh il duchene called me and said you know we'd love to have you play and and me and my me and my uh middle brother Mm-hmm. We were two years apart, so we never played on the same team together. And I said, you know, if if my brother, if you if you have my brother on the team, I said we've never played together before. I said if you have the two of us on the team, I said I'll come and play. And so I got to play with my brother for a season, which was a lot of fun. When and when you go back to senior, the Horse Lake, and then uh, playing playing in Manitoba, you, you played with some really good players. You know, I think Gloa was on your team in uh, yeah. in Manitoba. Yeah. You know, maybe talk about a few guys on both of those squads that were just unreal hockey players. Yeah, you know, I, I was I was pleasantly surprised at the level mm-hmm. of hockey. You know, and 
you know, there was a lot of really, you know, great players. Like we, we, we had a bunch of Aboriginal kids playing on our team, like the yeah. Cunningham brothers and, you know, Travis Cunningham, man, he was a great player. And who else did I play with them? There was a lot of ex junior guys, ex Western League guys. Blair Atchenham actually played uh, yeah. in Lloyd with the Saskatchewan team. I played with Blair and, and Moose Jaw. You know, so yeah, it was it was a blast. You know, because I, my dad grew up, uh, or my I, I I grew up watching my dad play senior hockey, and uh, you know we we rarely got close to any NHL players, and so the senior hockey guys in our hometown they were like our NHL guys, you know. Yeah. And we really looked we really looked up to those guys, and so you know me playing a couple of Allen Cups was kind of you know, a tribute to, you know, my dad playing so much, so much senior hockey back in the day as well. And my brothers, both my brothers played, uh, in the North central hockey league, uh, in Manitoba as well. My dad coached. So yeah, senior hockey was, was, uh, was big, 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 big back then. How, how many, my last senior hockey question, how many calls did you get after that year? Do you still probably maybe still get calls of guys wanting you to come out? No, God, no, no. <laughs> After after two thousand nine, I I was done. Do you skate? Do you skate at all anymore? Well, I go to Mario Lemieux's fantasy camp in Pittsburgh every year, and then I probably play three to five games with the Flames alumni. And other than that, I don't. Uh, I I stay away as far, far away. I hate carrying my equipment around. <laughs> That's awesome. You gotta get one of those rolling hate, rolling bags. I, I actually hate I actually hate tying my skates more than anything. You could probably find somebody to, that would do that for you, you know, to get you to come out. You get I need some butch I need some butch goings with the Velcro on it. <laughs> I was just gonna say like a ski boot. The old microns. Yeah. The microns. Exactly. Um, okay, so how we usually end these, Theo, we, we do like a, a rapid fire, uh, just a few questions and, and really quick answers. First thing that uh, that comes to mind. First one I got for you, favorite coach you ever had? Very crisp. Player you were in awe of playing against or with? Nobody. <laughs> Player you hated the most? One regret, uh, maybe from your playing days, or one game you could go back and, and replay. No regrets. You're a bit of a musician. If it's karaoke time, what's your what's your go to? Amarillo by morning. Love Very it. <laughs> Love that, it. That's awesome, Kate. Last one. You can fight one person and win decisively. Athlete or non-athlete? Who are you fighting? Mike Tyson. <laughs> oh, I was, I, I totally, I would have lost a bet because I thought you were going to go with the guy in Ottawa. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, true. Our fearless leader. <laughs> yeah, it'd be fucking two hits, me hitting him and then hitting the ground. It's not even worth getting out of bed for. <laughs> what a way to end it. Uh, Theo, thank you. Thank you so much for doing this. Uh, you know, um, we, we, we appreciate yeah, thank it. Thank you. No, yeah, no. I, I I know how big hockey is in Saskatchewan, and uh, you know I have a lot of great memories of you know my childhood, my junior days, and 
I'm glad, I'm glad you guys are doing this, especially with COVID happening. You know, a lot of people, a lot more people are listening to podcasts and all that stuff. So I spend every Wednesday doing probably four or five podcasts uh, once a week. Oh, so wow. I, I enjoy talking about, you know, whatever it is, trauma, mental health or addiction or hockey or whatever it is. So, yeah, it's important that, you know, people stay connected, especially around this time when, when, uh, you know, they're telling us not to be connected. And so these podcasts are important. They sort of keep people company while, while waiting around to figure out, uh, you know, when we get back to some sort of normalcy. And what's the website again, Theo, people uh, to check out? Theoflurry.life programs coming out in a couple of weeks and uh, something you know I worked really hard at and I know there's a lot of people struggling out there with mental health issues so mm-hmm. please check it out in a couple of weeks when it comes out yeah right now especially the mental health thing that's so cool thank you very much Theo alright guys cheers why wouldn't a guy wow what an interview Theo Flurry uh, legend of the game some awesome Olympic stories like I mentioned before I love the senior hockey talk and of course um, He'll be back on because he's got, I mean, we didn't even barely scratch the surface with his career. Well, we could do a whole podcast with him just from politics. That was good, too. The yeah, oh my God, that was so good. Anyway, let's let's get him back on at some point and hope everybody enjoyed that. So are you in the Saskatoon area looking for a realtor to buy, sell a home, condo, land, acreage, or cabin? Dave Price from Century 21 Fusion in Saskatoon is your guy. Almost 20 years in the business helping people in Saskatoon and area his slogan i would rather tell you the truth and you hate me now than to lie and have you hate me later he should write hallmark cards get that, that on a t-shirt that's a hallmark card right there so he's got three kids all in hockey he's he hustles to make the commission right that's an expensive sport his uh, one kid's a second round pick of the Kelowna Rockets this past year by the way 30th mm-hmm. overall dave price so i know him from saskatoon dave price would always be the guy that would run uh, into the cosmo civic center and run all the way in open up the side door so everybody didn't have to make the long trek into the cosmos civic center have you guys ever played there yes i remember that little side door and you had to walk all the way no yeah okay but dave was the guy he'd go and kick the door open he's a fantastic guy so he's the kind of realtor you want a side door kind of give you the give, open the door for you dave price you find him on all the socials dave price realty dot ca dave from lady a we haven't called him that all uh program what's going on with the whl so i didn't know that they were releasing some stuff and then talking about their return to play can you fill us in on for the hockey ice hockey fans out there a lot of guys like if you've been reading up on it you'll already know but like the, the uh <laughs> they got six committees throughout with all the provinces and both uh, both states working with all the health authorities but the tentative plan is to currently drop the puck on the regular season october 2nd with everything changing it changes every week every, every day. other day yeah well it's tough for the western league because you have two american teams and, and several provinces i know like in comparison uh to the sj because they just put out their plans too right very similar they want to do the 50 percent thing but they're like our i guess good thing is they don't have to cross borders other than into flin flon but well, yeah, yeah and, the, and those leagues like the aj and whatnot they, they're all looking at hopefully going beforehand even which which is great for those guys but 
having Western hockey like so close to me and whatnot and working in it, it's we hope that it can we go need October second yeah. and especially for everyone that's been sitting at home and well, like, especially the guys that are huge rider fans and have nothing to do, like to be able to go out and watch hockey and not have to sit and around. Connor Bedard, that I was is just a gonna huge say huge hype in the like slow pitch guy is even pumped. Bedard like that, slow pitch guys buying seasons. Like for the past, at least the thirty-four pumped. flex pack. Yeah, no, for sure. I that's what I was gonna say too. Slow like, pitch guy has a couple friends and they're buying a flex pack together. Let's not get ahead <laughs> yeah. of ourselves. He's got like seven friends and they're gonna do three games. He's like, each. if we make nationals, we miss these games, but we'll be back for these <laughs> ones. <laughs> hey, I wanted to mention the the U Sports stuff too because that's a big thing, and and there's a team out there, the Alberta Golden Bears. Now they are a perennial wagon. In U Sports, like yes. they are always in the final or semifinal. They're the Wilkie Outlaws, the Kyle Elks, um, Cabri Bulldogs. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's yeah. the Lethbridge team that folded two years ago. That's Cabri. Keep going, keep going. Yeah, so Alberta Golden Bears, uh, basically, I guess they said we're out, and I, I've heard it comes down to financials, financials, and sponsor money. And Alberta's in the the shitter. Like I mean, everywhere's struggling, but Alberta's in in the shitter. We still want to come to the pod there, though. So, what do you think? Like, if there's no U Sports, I keep thinking uh, CIS. Are some of these guys going to come play senior hockey? Well, like, where? That, what are their options? That's what I was talking to a guy with the other day with the Huskies. If they don't go, but the Huskies are waiting for the decision from Hockey Canada, and I hope you know they go. And I don't know what's going on here with the U of R, but imagine, yeah, the the senior leagues. Then if they go and they pick up some of these guys, so Alberta's Golden Bears are done. So I don't know what those guys. Are. I feel bad, obviously. Where do those guys go? Does Minnesota stick with? Fight up their te- fire up their team again and get all the golden bears and they always got the uh, alumni but because some of the all of those guys they still got a lot of good hockey in them like they are in their prime oh, right like damn right a lot of these guys could be playing pro or the all of them at the some se- level right could be the best senior hockey if that league turfs and the senior goes it could be some of the best senior hockey we've seen since the Cabri Bulldogs <laughs> well and one of the good things though for some of those senior teams if you think about it, if there's no western league to start or there's no like SJ one of people to go to like maybe the senior teams can charge a little bit more money and fill the barns there's no hockey to watch like you need something to do on in the winter that where else would you rather get banged up than a senior there's honestly nothing better back home like we were never allowed to drink in the stands but we sat in the curling rink lounge every senior game and it was the highlight of the Mm -hmm. week just guzzled some some of those barns have a bar right in the barn yeah a lot do now for sure Carrobert oh my god the old blue knob and Cabri how are you the Carrobert is just a shithole I remember as a kid going there and then I remember going as an adult for a rec tournament and then that curling rink and the bar I called it a shithole and I think my cousin runs the rink that that is such (laughs) an awesome arena and the setup if they still have the same setup there hey bring the pod in we'd we'd love to come you guys ever play in Dewberry Alberta Home of the Ben Millers. Millers. Yeah, he played for Battle. They're good players. Like that barn, like you can so when, when you, once you undress, you can throw your skate cards on if you're really thirsty and in a hurry. And you like the bar is straight across the back alley. Like it wouldn't be the first time I've seen guys uh, in the bar with full gear on. Bunch of cowboys in Dewberry. Yeah, I know Ben Miller. He'd actually be good because he played in a few Allen Cups. He won the Calgary Stampede three or He's, four times. Maybe with they've ben, won an Allen Cup. Kurt Benz Miller. With Bentley. Yeah. No, he's. Like, uh, what's the other Ben Miller? Chance is Chance. a huge beauty. He's an absolute. He was the, he was the guy that was in. No, the CPCA. one that looks like Kevin Bacon from Lloyd. 
Well, there's Chance, Kurt, and a cousin. No, they got one other brother. I don't know. He's like Dave. He's an outrider in the Brad Benzmiller. I don't know if he's related or whatever, but he looked like Kevin Bacon. He was such a fantastic. Part I partied with him in Lloyd. Well, you 100% just googled it, so you know his name's Brad. Brad Benzmiller. <laughs> Good hockey player. That's not Chance and Kurt's brother. What's their brother? I don't know, but Chance definitely and Kurt a relative. Play. Definitely a relative. Yeah, and Kurt can okay. run the shit out of some chuck wagons. All the guys listening, we got people listening. I'm sure you guys have had some messages we're trying to find out where people like to listen for the most part and all that so we got some guys listening we want to get some a shout out as boz says to all the guys listening Corey mine outside of saskatoon underground operation they listen all the time well they listen to all the twirls when they can so the Corey mine guys how's it going all the basf guys out there cruising the province doing the bass stuff and the invigor stuff we like you we have few people that were campfire listening campfires there's, there's some good there's some good guys like chris babbins and uh, chris kusi over at farmer's edge those guys were avid supporters i know my cousin who uh lives in lloyd works in paradise hill and that area i actually lived with him for like three or four years when i lived in lloyd he texted me at like 11 p.m last night he's like are you monday nooner out of the blue and I'm like yeah and he so he said uh, I just had someone randomly message me and say you gotta listen to this Monday Nooner podcast I started listening today and recognize you what a great podcast so it's been uh, some great feedback lots of different people from lots of different places and an old time Saskatchewan legend on the radio airwaves Perry Nias yeah big fan he like he'll text me like when's the next Nooner and he just said like he Perry obviously he's like I love when I hear you boys cracking a beer I know you're having a good time he's like I absolutely love the why wouldn't a guy he said he's t- he's saying that to his kids that's like, what that's my favorite one a buddy was in a staff meeting the other day and his boss they got bullshitting and he dropped why wouldn't the guys and he goes oh you listen to the pod he goes absolutely i love that senior stuff which is which is awesome so like, maybe this is why wick trademarked it because he knew it was gonna blow up like this like no wonder uh, he's paying for supper on hashtag wwag why wouldn't a guy the senior hockey soiree on the monday noon it's uh gaining steam Every week. Is it sponsored yet? Because this is a hot segment. Not yet. There's been, a, we've actually had a couple people reach out. One of them was a provincial insurance company, but it, it's something, it, it's it's really weird to think about that we started this thing for fun and yeah. now we have business that are actually wanting to promote their business on it, which is quite Well, it's perfect for people that have locations everywhere, right? Like I know there's a few different car dealership companies that are, you know, throughout the province that have expressed some interest. So Yeah, we're, we're taking DMs, but, slide into the boys' DMs. But do you even think from when we started that it was something to just pass the time throughout COVID to where we've gotten even in this, what is this, our sixth twirl that businesses see it as of actual valuable thing to promote their business. It's actually, it's unbelievable. It still is. Yeah. All right. Blades of Steel. We ran it. It's going to be pretty interesting. We talked about Provincial A kind of back a few twirls ago and we talked about Southie and Lumsden in the South. Now Southie picked up some quality guys. Some of those Bethune guys. I think it was a Cinnaboya. They had a good team and they had their few studs that they had. They were up one nothing on the Narcs. Can we call them the Narcs? They're Narcs, yeah. Um, Big time Narcs. Lum, uh, Last Mountain Distillery in Lumsden. We love the guys in Lumsden, but we want to give the slight edge here to, and Blades of Steel did as well, to uh, Southie, that they were going to come out of the South. Now, up North, we don't know what the hell was going on. It was Drake up one nothing on Watrous. Now, how about a little more love 
from the Long Lake Hockey League on the Instagram or the Twitter at Monday Nooner. Because, uh, yeah, you know, as uh, Watchers has been a bit of a wag in the last few years, we expected a little more love from those guys. I don't know anything about those places so if you do and you want to chime in I know my one buddy uh, from back home Brody Hoffman he's a goalie for Watrous uh, played a bit in Rosetown and stuff but yeah. that's the only guy I know I don't know much about Drake is it the Canucks but, but, but there, if, if there are teams that do want their teams featured or want us talking about them like, please feel free to reach out to us and let us know a little bit more about your team and we can do some reading up on it this is going to buzz when hockey comes I back like, like, yeah. I like I really like I can't wait I like Watrous as a community they have the lake down there they got a nice nine hole track I don't know if the, they used to have the dry in and the camping it's we used to uh, camp at the lake just by there yeah i can't remember yeah and you got the two dealerships uh mainline they support everything in except for the senior soiree the (laughs) everything (laughs) in the city so the drake canucks which was surprising because it just came out of left field they picked up some guys and like i said they were up and one nothing on watrous who won it last year uh forsberg brothers that played in lorburn Huskies two years ago. They went uh, from that, Lorber, Jesse Forsberg. Yeah. They had Duran too. This is my insider sending me text. Duran and Stebner, whoever that is. That was the pickup. Stebs. Delahaye uh, was on their roster. So, yeah, Drake was really surprising. So they were up one nothing in Watchers. I think that was going to go three with my insider telling me Drake was going to slide into the final and Drake Saudi if it was going to go down we're only 30 minutes from Saudi that'd be pretty cool to go see but our Blades of Steel simulation crown Drake wasn't it wow was it yeah I think it was Drake as the provincial third game Champs, so boys and watchers gonna love that. We don't have, we're not getting banners made by that. That brings up what Paco had going on, Mm -hmm. and he stirred the pot big time. What a great Twitter um, poll by Paco! Yeah, so he was basically saying. If, if possible, would you be open to senior hockey coming back to finish out the leagues? He said, obviously, Provincial's done. But, Kinner, do you have some of the results, I guess, of the poll? Like, how many votes maybe and what yeah, they the, said? Yeah, the options were, yes, let's do it and play, or no, turn the page to 2021, with 62.7% of the 217 votes saying, no, turn the page. What do you guys think? I would, ag- I would say that my buddies would agree. Because my buddies back home, like... They enjoy their summers. Most of them are farmers. They like having 10 or so pops after they like going to like, they've probably been guzzling for the last three months. So I think it'd be fair to say that a lot of guys aren't in great shape. A lot of them play senior baseball too. So <sighs> it's not, it's not going to happen. But the funny thing about that poll, and I think he had it up for 24 hours that when he started it, it was like a runaway for the no turn the page and then the yes less let's do it came back at 37% so there's 217 overall votes so mike reach must have made a shit ton of twitter profiles to vote for the yes let's do it because he's the guy that's jumping like, at the bit let's get at it we want Dr- craig needs that banner a banner of some sort we want to go with craig's in which might be true because i actually got follow requests from mike reach mike reach underscore mike reach one two three big reach six mike, nine six nine <laughs> split for six mike reach 68.5 
<laughs> yeah, so that was an awesome pull by Paco. So senior A, we just hope that there's senior hockey next year because we're going to be all over it. Hey, and like I said, more love, Long Lake Hockey League, Watchers, Drake. You guys want to fill in Kyle. What are, where are you guys? I know all those guys. Even St. Wahlberg awoke from the dead and tweeted. Yeah. The Elks have a big following, though. Like, they got a good system down there, too. Okay, so here's something deadly that's coming up. We're going to do the triple. We've had a few. And send us requests for what you want us to talk about. But we've had some requests about talking about the AAA senior teams that went to the Allen Cup played in the province so we're going to talk about the Crestview Rangers from Regina in the early 2000s we're going to have Sharky and Dumba who kind of pioneered that here they're going to go on and then they were Sharky was also involved in that 95 Q Park Canucks AAA team that I think won the province I got to go back but it's going to be some cool AAA talk and we could talk AAA about you know there's Shellbrook that went in Unity back in the day the unit, the miners. Yeah, and all that lots. stuff. It's gonna be it's gonna be super cool. So the senior hockey, it ain't gonna stop. It's just gonna keep it's growing. getting bigger. Well, rumor it's like, was it's that- like you know good rocking tonight we're just gonna keep rocking well the rumor was there like a couple years ago Cabri was trying to throw in a triple a team <laughs> so if anyone has any truth to that please reach yeah, out i'm gonna start well, drinking every I time wanna, we talk about Cabri. i want to go to the moon good too. ribs there though i want to go to the moon too but it ain't <laughs> happening hey um before we send things off with our sponsors let's just kind of uh tee up maybe what we have coming up of course this episode with theo flurry we recorded an interview with connor ingram you guys know him from world juniors uh Kamloops blazers great stud. social media follow the guy's hilarious so, so on that's our, on the way for sure. yeah july 1st we're gonna we're gonna snap one out july 1st and uh we're gonna have colby armstrong and connor ingram it's gonna be pretty cool we're gonna the connor ingram stuff's pretty cool hockey so. canada stories yeah it's gonna be uh, something to look forward to for sure want to send things off with music from fran moran and the nervous rex official band of the monday nooner that's pretty cool still that we have an official band quickly our sponsors cathedral electric joel trap realty one healthy eyes optometry great Western 22 fresh promo code Monday Nooner 15%. Gentle Procedures Saskatchewan, Last Mountain Distillery, Dave Price, brand new from Century 21. Welcome aboard, Dave. Nice to have you along Saskatoon and area. That's all for us. Have a great weekend. Everybody. Cheers, guys.
that one. I'll fuck it works quite well.